Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house, it's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. We got Wall, Grillo. Grillo has to get on the train here in about an hour, go out to Long Island by Lake Ronkonkoma. He's back in New York City producing the show. Uh, Graceffo and McKeon will be coming up here in about 55 minutes. Uh, Darwin Zook, one of the best update guys in the business, in about 26 minutes uh, with another update. A lot of college basketball. NCAA, you know, they're teasing you for March Madness with their top 16 seeds. I was talking with Wall about teams I like and that could win it all. And I have about a group of eight. I'll talk about that later. We did begin uh, this show with conversation, and I do want to get your huge opinions in regards to the Astros cheating scandal. And it's not beating a dead horse off of what happened with the $5 million fine by Major League Baseball and manager A.J. Hinch was suspended for one year. He was then fired. Astros GM Jeff Lunau suspended one year. He was then fired. Top two draft picks in 2020 and 2021 forfeited. Now, this isn't about the nine-page report detail in Major League Baseball's investigation where Manfred explained the Astros stole signs illegally throughout their 2017 World Series season and early in 2018. This is according to a bombshell report uh, just published by the Wall Street Journal's Jared Diamond where Manfred sent former Astros GM Jeff Lunau a letter 11 days before the discipline was announced, saying, quote, there is more than sufficient evidence to support a conclusion that you knew and overwhelming evidence that you should have known that the Astros maintained a sign-stealing program that violated MLB's rules. Diamond reports an intern showed Lunau an algorithm used to decode signs in September 2016. The spreadsheet, nicknamed Codemaker, as I read from the CBSSports.com story from Mike, uh, is it Axa or Axisa? Or how, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but he's from CBSSports.com. The Astros use Codebreaker to decode signs during home and road games. All right, this was a a system where someone would manually input the sign sequence and the pitch and the algorithm would decipher the pattern, but illegal nonetheless. The system was also referred to internally as the team's, quote, dark arts. The Astros used Codebreaker to decode signs during home and road games, according to Diamond, and the information was passed on to the dugout. As Manfred detailed in his report, the information was initially used by runners at second base. Eventually, the Astros started banging on garbage cans 
to cut the middleman and relay signs even with the bases empty. Manfred's report says Lou now received at least two emails about the sign-stealing scheme. Diamond adds that Lou now told MLB's investigators he did not read them in their entirety. This from the Wall Street Journal. But while the league collected evidence that showed Lou now was aware of codebreakers' existence and capabilities, it couldn't prove that he knew how it was used. In response to Manfred's letter, Lunau presented investigators with a binder with more than 170 pages that cast at least some doubt on the contents of the initial letter, according to multiple people familiar with the matter. These people described the situation as a he said, she said, or he said, he said between Lunau and Tom Koch-Weezer, the team's director of advanced information, who sent two emails to Lunau in 2017 that referenced the system and our dark arts sign-stealing department. Lunau opened the emails but told investigators he did not read to the bottom of them. Or bottom of them. Astro's employees told investigators there was no attempt to hide Codebreaker from Lunau. Manfred's letter says Lunau was aware of Codebreaker, the team's sign-stealing algorithm. But his final report says there was no evidence Lunau knew about the banging scheme. Lunau knew they were stealing signs, but not how they relayed them. According to Diamond, an email to Lunau said the sign stealing became less effective later in the 2017 season as teams around the league began to catch on. Lunau replied to the email, quote, How much of this stuff do you think Hinch is aware of? According to Diamond, Lunau told investigators he did not read the entire email due to its length. No players were disciplined for their role in the banging scheme. Players were promised immunity in exchange for cooperating with investigators. And in a 2017 memo, Manfred said the manager and general manager would be held accountable for sign stealing. That's what happened. Lunau and Hintz were suspended and later fired by Astros owner Jim Crane. Given the scope, and this is from Diamond's story in the CBS Sports.com story. Given the scope of the banging scheme, we know the Astros stole signs in at least two seasons. It is possible, if not likely, more information will come out as time goes on. It's already happened with Diamond's report about Codebreaker. As we learn more about the sign-stealing scheme, the more it will look like the Astros and Lunau escaped with a slap on the wrist. Also, it's fair to wonder why Codebreaker was not included in Manfred's final report. The report detailed how the Astros stole signs and when they stole signs and implied who ran the scheme, Beltran and Cora. But there was no mention of Codebreaker. What else is being kept from baseball fans and rival teams? And again, that's the story from Wall Street Journal's Jared Diamond and the CBSSports.com story from Mike Axis. I think that's how you say his name. So what else is being kept? More leaking out? I, I told you when this went down. First Saturday night we had together that people who are being held accountable, whether it's Cora or Beltran or Lunau or Hinch, there's going to be stuff fed to them and released. And you're Rob Manfred of Major League Baseball, and I guess you were arrogant and thought this would be a one-week story and go away. Instead, it's an avalanche coming right at Spring Training Mountain. And... Now you have to deal with the Red Sox punishment, yet no Dabrowski, 
core has already been let go, and you're and you're giving the Red Sox players immunity. Something else is going to need to be done for baseball to restore some credibility because the most important thing by giving these players immunity, you have opened the door and you're welcoming cheating and the Major League Baseball Players Association, their union now will have a precedent. Well, if all the players get together and give you the story, you can't punish them. I mean, an algorithm, a code breaker algorithm. Hey, this is more than just a a video camera in a trash can. Because then if people, you you look at the buzzer allegations. Well, if people got on to what you were doing, you changed. You didn't just stop. Because if the Astros just stopped, that could have been a plausible defense that we stopped. We stopped doing it. One day we all got together and we said we're stopping it. We made a mistake in 2017, early 2018, but then sign stealing was eliminated by the Astros. But we never heard that. And as Mike Axes writes, what else is baseball not telling us? What else has he ended his story with? CBSSports.com, what else is being kept from baseball fans and rival teams? So we threw out the question, if you're Jim Crane, the owner of the Astros, if you're an Astros player, if you're a Red Sox player, because they're investigation, again, we don't know where that's going, but right now we're focusing on the Astros. You're Rob Manfred. What do you do? Do you just hope this goes away? But I don't think with Twitter and Facebook and online and 9,000 channels that it goes away. Because there's more coming out. Now there's a code breaker algorithm and dark arts. What in the heck? It's like Wolf of Wall Street in their front office. So you can join in one eight five five two one two four cbs Let's go out to the audience. Appreciate your wait. Uh, Toby from Dallas, listening on 105.3 FM. Man, I want your thoughts on Rose now and Bonds and Clemens in the Hall of Fame and Kurt Schilling, who's being... Blackballed for his political beliefs. Come on, man. Let's let everybody in. Uh, Toby, how you doing? I'm great. Thanks for taking my call. So if I understand the, the controversy correctly, it's that uh, you know, there's signs that are coming to the players in a variety of ways. And um, and so the Astros went to the trouble of, of figuring that out. So I have a question and a comment. And the question is, are there guidelines... Uh, published in the rules of baseball about these things, about the signs, and and that they're considered sacred, that they shouldn't be stolen, or or anything along those lines? Or is this like a long-standing, you know, tradition that you just don't do that? Yeah, what is is the code, right? And we're not talking about code breaker, but you're you're talking about an actual, like, MLB, you know, it, it... Here's what it says right here on sign stealing, and I went quickly to Wikipedia. According to the unwritten rules of baseball, stealing the signs that are given by the third base coach or those of the catcher by a base runner on second base is is acceptable, and it is up to the team given the signs to protect them so they're not stolen. So they're saying that, you know, you can look down and if you think ear to the 
you know, forehead to the crotch to the butt right. is a bunt, right? You can you can steal that, right? That's the unwritten rules. Okay, okay. Uh, so the I guess the the comment would be then, you know, regardless of of how this all plays out, I have always assumed if I was managing a team and I had a set of signs that I would rotate them proactively under the assumption that other teams are observing my signs and I would want to do my best to change it up on a regular basis to the to the extent that you know it didn't uh you know cause the team to perform poorly I would just always operate under the, uh, that assumption that people are, are observing my signs and they're going to try to decode them uh, I do think it would be great you know if if baseball either decided to uh you know codify this officially or must, this might make the game really interesting what if MLB just said no more signs for either team offense or defense just no signs well, we talked about that, or, or you started a communication transmission between a catcher and a pitcher and the pitcher and the manager in the dugout, right? Yeah. Or, or you took it just between the pitcher, or pitcher and the catcher, and thank you, Toby and Dallas. Stealing signs using camera, binoculars, or other objects foreign to the game is illegal. So that would be a computer, you know, if they're doing their algorithm, right? Reading from the story in the Washington Post, Major League Baseball took steps to cur- curtail sign stealing in the digital age during the most recent offseason. In 2017, MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred had warned teams about electronic sign stealing while fining the Red Sox for sending electronic communications from their video replay room to an athletic trainer in the dugout, and I think... That was with the the Apple Watch, and if you remember that story, I never, I don't even remember that. Okay, I don't. There was a fine. There was, you know. So the Astros used the camera position in center field at Minute Maid Park to decode the signs from the catcher to the pitcher and inform the batter what kind of pitch was on the way. That camera was used by the team's replay room, whose operators are supposed to help hints decide whether to challenge an umpire's call. But in addition to those duties, former bench coach Cora instructed the replay room to relay the decoded information to a player who would share it with teammates. That information was variously shared using the dugout phone, the cell phone of a staff member on the bench, or another cell phone stored nearby. Eventually, the Astros installed a video monitor displaying the same footage just outside the dugout so players could look at the video themselves. Players would bang on a trash can with a bat to signal to the hitter at the plate what pitch was coming. Generally, one or two bangs corresponded to certain off-speed pitches, according to Manfred's investigative report, while no bang corresponded to a fastball. So that could be why when there's no consistency to hearing it, there's no bang corresponded to a fastball. Houston also deployed a computer software program that I mentioned called Codebreaker. That was used to unmask the opposing battery signals. Using that center field camera, according to that Wall Street Journal report, a staffer would log the stolen signs into a spreadsheet, then run an algorithm to determine an opponent's sequencing and what all the signs meant. Houston's front office joked that the program came from the franchise's, quote, dark arts department. 
The Astros started stealing signs using the replay room at the beginning of the 2017 season. According to the MLB report, the same season they beat the Dodgers four games to three to win their first World Series. The team began using the monitor outside the dugout two months into the season. The replay room scheme was revived during the 2018 season, but stopped sometime before the playoffs began. MLB's investigation did not find any evidence that the sign-stealing racket continued into the 2019 season when the Astros lost the World Series to the Nats four games to three. But according to the Wall Street Journal report, the Astros developed Codebreaker near the end of the 2016 season and showed it to then-Astros GM Jeff Lunau in a meeting in late September when Houston still had 10 games to play. A number of teams had suspicions about the Astros, but the sign-stealing only became public in November 2019 when former Stroh's pitcher Mike Fires told Ken Rosenthal and Evan Drellich of The Athletic about the scheme. They're not playing the game the right way, Fires said. They were advanced and willing to go above and beyond to win. Hmm. An unnamed source who spoke with The Athletic said Houston was far from the only club breaking MLB's rules by using technology to steal signs. It's an issue that permeates through the whole league. There you go. So I'll take your feedback. You can join in. If you're the Astros owner and now more coming out, if you're one of the players, if you're Rob Manfred in Major League Baseball, what do you do? Or you just move on and try and play the game like this is all in the rearview mirror. I want your feedback. one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. More huge in minutes. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is sponsored by GEICO. Whether you own or rent, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at geico.com easy. We do have Wall and Grillo producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio, New York City. Swift moving broadcast, talking about how the latest in that blockbuster story from the Wall Street Journal, more about the Astros' cheating scandal and algorithms and deep and dark arts, as they called it, code breaker. This thing isn't going away, so if you're Jim Crane, the Astros' owner, if you're Rob Manfred, the Major League Baseball commissioner, what do you do? And I think Pete Rose, put him in the Hall of Fame, reinstate him to baseball. Get off of Bonds back, Clemens. Put him in Cooperstown. Kurt Schilling, yeah, he may be out there when it comes to political beliefs, but his baseball resume warrants Cooperstown. The hypocrisy of America's pastime is being addressed on the Saturday Night Huge Show. You can join us at 1-855-2124-CBS at Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Dave in California. Thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. 
Thanks for thanks for having me. Uh, uh, listening to what you're talking about in this code breakers, that's pretty simple to do. Every pitch in Major League Baseball is charted. They know the speed it comes in. They know where it lands. All you, in five games, you could have a propensity towards what's happening, what the manager and third baseman's calling by just matching that up. And then, you know, once the sampling gets, you know, 20 games, 40 games, 50 games against certain teams, you, you know what's coming. Now, the advantage to the batter is this. Not only does he know whether it's a fastball or a curve, but because of, of how the pitches are charted, they know what section of the plate a lot of times that that ball, that a higher propensity to where that ball is going to fall. So a lot of times they don't swing at the ball. They swing at a zone in the strike zone. So, so that gives them a definite advantage. Okay. Yeah. Amen. It's obvious what they were doing gave them an advantage. And we don't know what because they say. They shut it down in 2019, but how do we trust anybody connected well, to the Astros? I remember Bauer, the Cleveland Indians, when he got beat by, by the Astros, he even said, he, he, there's something fishy here. These guys can't be on some of these pitches like they are. And they were swinging it. And if you go back to watch, you know, they were swinging at zones in the strike zone. They were not swinging at the pitch or the ball. They were swinging, putting the bat in a certain zone. And, again, it's just a higher propensity of where it's going to be. And, and there's nothing wrong, you know, going. and Dave, thanks for the call from California. There's nothing wrong with charting pitches or looking at previous game video. It's about using technology during live games and relaying that information to the dugout. That's what I read from that Wall Street Journal story, the latest from yesterday. Brendan from Charlotte, North Carolina, here on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Thank you, Mr. Huge. Uh, first, the players were given immunity for coming clean, right? Well, yes. They didn't come clean, so something should happen to them. And my thing is, it, why didn't they come clean? What are they protect? Who are they protecting? If what's the biggest no-no in the MLB? We know it's it's gambling, right? Sorry, Mr. Rose. Sorry, Shoeless Joe. What's to say that that isn't what they're protecting? Some big wig. We don't know what we don't know with this. What's and that's the problem. Thing? You know, and Brandon, thanks for the call from Charlotte, North Carolina, listening on one of America's top sports radio stations, WFNZ. I want to give Tony and the crew some love there in Charlotte. They're protecting their own credibility. That's what all these players are doing. They're larger than life images. They were worried about, they wanted immunity because if they're caught cheating, their contracts could be voided. This is about money and their credibility. That's what they're protecting. And then Major League Baseball has to give the Astros players and reportedly will give the Red Sox players immunity because you can't, it's so widespread. If the entire team was using it, what are you going to do? Suspend the whole franchise for a year like you did Hinch and Lunau, who eventually were fired by Mr. Crane? What are you going to do? When you hear immunity, it's like, okay, we can't. Uh, individually, there'll be Major League Baseball Players Association appeals, uh, lawsuits. Plus, are, are we going to suspend 15 guys off a roster? 10? Well, how many are ever remaining from the cheating period?
And by the way, the two focal points, the franchises are Red Sox, Astros. Two of the top five in baseball, right? So you're just going to shut them down? You can't do that. You got TV deals. You're Rob Manfred. You got owners making TV money. I, this is about, this is about dough and don't know. So money and we don't know the real story. That's what it's all about. Mike from Grand Rapids, let's grab your call before we get to an update. Listening on 106.1 FM and AM 1340, the ticket in Michigan, in Grand Rapids on the west side of the state, here on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Hey, thanks, Huge. Thanks for having me on. Um, longtime baseball fan. I'm thinking about A.J. Hinch there for a minute there. He's a longtime catcher. The catcher pretty much sees the game and is the one end of the battery that sees that entire game. Um, whatever happened to the mound visits, the catcher can walk out there and talk to the pitcher. They close their mouth there. Um, they always can change up signs. If putting a one down is a typical fastball, then you can say, hey, when I put the five down, you throw your fastball and try to change the pitches on that matter. And then I like huge also what you said about college football. There's all these people with these big signs now to call off the other team from reading those plays. You could have that in baseball, too. You could get every guy on the organization, hey, you scratch your balls, you touch your ear, and you tell your batter, hey, you only look at this guy this half inning. You know, you only pay attention to such and such as called this half inning. And then you got ten guys in the dugout all scratching their balls, putting their ear. The other coach, <laughs> other coach don't catch up on who it is making the calls. You yeah, know? you want, you know, Mike. That's a great call from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And when everybody's scratching, you have no idea what's going on. I did see the University of Michigan in the College World Series. They use what the NFL quarterbacks use, where their players had the wristband to know what the coaches were, signals meant, situations. And I haven't seen that in baseball. And they, they wore that wristband, and they went to the championship series. I think it lost to Vanderbilt, who had a heck of a year out of Nashville. But, yeah, that was the first time I'd seen that in baseball. And, you know, if you put a little microphone in a pitcher's glove and you had an earpiece with the catcher, and they could talk, just like you, a coach talks to the, you know, in the helmet, one player has it, you'd have the pitcher and the catcher. But they're, you know, the technology's a no-no. You got the unwritten rules of baseball. You know, you can steal a, a, a sign, but you can't use cameras or electronic devices. And I think a computer digitally, an algorithm during live games would be deemed using electronic Electronic device to steal sign. More huge in minutes. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. We are back live across North America. We are all about huge opinions, yours and mine. Grillo and Wall, final segment, producing the first two hours. Then Graceffo and McKeon uh, will take over back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Zook with another update here in about 16 minutes. A reminder on Sunday at 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific, Major League Rugby returns to CBS Sports Television on the CBS Sports Network for an all-new season as San Diego battles Seattle on the 24-hour TV home of CBS Sports, the CBS Sports Network. Huge question of the night. If you're the Astros owner, if you're Major League Baseball, 
if more is coming out in that Wall Street Journal report from yesterday about how deep and dark the cheating has been for the Astros and may go beyond what Manfred told us going back to as early as 2016. Do you revisit, take it away some of that immunity? Do you punish players? Uh, he said, being Manfred, he's not going to punish uh, the Red Sox players. He hopes to have whatever punishment or the report coming uh, before spring training on the Boston side of this. We're talking about the Houston side. And then there's Pete Rose. Should he go back? Well, not go back. He, should he be allowed back into baseball and then go to Cooperstown? And Bonds, where, where's your where's your evidence that he cheated? We got evidence with the Astros. Why is Carlos Beltran punished? Why is he the only player called out? What, because he was set to manage the Mets? That's horse manure. Now, I can see Cora with his connection to it, and he's shown the door, but then cheating was going on with the Red Sox. This is their second go-around. You tell me when 855-212-4CBS. That's when 855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Warrior, who's out in the Bay Area. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, listen, I want to get off the topic for just a second. I've had it with scandals in Texas, starting with Warren Gate in 88 or 98, and then evolving into this. So I, I'm tired of Texas. I want to know what Nolan Ryan knew and when did he know it and why was and why did he lead the organization? That's the unasked question. But listen, Hughes, the Warriors is, is extremely disappointed. This has been a rough week, you know, from the scandalous call uh, in, 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 on the four-yard line to, uh, you know, holding those two timeouts, which means they start the season next year with two extra timeouts. It's just been a horrible week. You know, you keep seeing Sanders being overthrown, and it, it brings me nightmares of uh, of uh, Kaepernick overthrowing uh, Crabtree four straight times in the 2012, and then in the next year throwing the interception. It's been bad. Can't wait. Normally, I can't wait for baseball. And listen, here's here's part of the problem: the big fantasy baseball player. So I'm not allowed to go pick my team early because my team's in the playoffs. That's why I think if you're from Detroit and you're a Lions fan. You have it on everybody. You get to spend your Januaries with your family because your team isn't playing. You get an early start on, on baseball. And it's just not fair for those of us who teams go deep into the playoffs. Anyway, Huge, uh, love your show. Been a big fan of yours since back when you were Captain Huge in Oklahoma. And the, your 27 years of uh, broadcast excellence, I think this is my 1,245th call to you. Thank you, Warrior. Out in California, that guy... He's been calling from like 27 of the 50 states. Appreciate the call in the Bay Area listening on KNBR. Ronald in Detroit, Michigan, listening on 97.1 The Ticket here on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Ronald. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, my friend. Yeah, okay. I really got a discussion with baseball. First of all, it seems like seeing the baseball era is going backwards. You know how they have any black players anymore. I'm disgusted about that. Now you come up with this. I think what they need to do, they need to find them where it hurts in the pocketbooks. Well, they find them, and thanks, Ronald, in Detroit, listening on 97.1 
but said could they find them five million, which is chump change. They didn't do a lot because I think they gave the players immunity. But then Hinch and Lunau are hung out to dry, and these and Cora is fired, and Beltran's fired, and no players will be held accountable. He, I think he set up a legal precedent for teams to get together. They can cheat. They can cheat, but together they don't rat out each other. And this can, and we got the precedent from the Astros, and it looks like soon to be the Red Sox. Let's go to Dale from beautiful Alabama. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, Hughes. I appreciate you letting me be a part of this show tonight. I've uh, really enjoyed uh, listening to your followers. I've been very impressed by their knowledge of the of the of the games that that we get to watch. But Hughes, um, uh, I was telling your screener earlier. I remember back in the in the days uh, when you had the deal going on between Sammy Soda and Martin McGuire. We had all this stuff, man. We had a wonderful, wonderful battle going on between two incredible athletes. And you had all this crap come in and, and, and ruin what was a perfect competition. I don't know how you feel about all this. I think it's just something for them to uh, – Maybe they're trying to hide something else, Hughes. I don't know. I may be one of these uh, uh, one of these guys that's trying to find something, but uh, I think they're uh, they're trying to hide something else, man. You know, but uh, well, hey, they could be hiding. You know you so what? Well, and, and thank you, Dale, for listening, in Alabama. They could be hi- uh, hiding the buzzer side of this. I mean, this has gone from a video to a trash can, to now algorithms and that latest Wall Street Journal report and what sparked our conversation on this Saturday night on CBS Sports Radio. Who knows what else is being used? Is it the buzzer, you know, holding the jersey, the allegations there? What is it? You know, and, and what this does, and I opened up with this huge opinion, and I'll stand by it, that the credibility of all those players who have immunity... Credibility, you're, you're rats. Now, I know Jessica Mendoza, you know, Mike, she went after Mike Fires because of the code, the clubhouse code. No. Any of those players who can sit there and watch Hinch and Lunau and Cora and Beltran, who some of those players were on that, that team that beat the Dodgers, that, that they were there with Beltran and they can watch this guy now be forced out as the Mets manager without ever managing a game, and these guys can put their heads on their pillow at night because they saved their own rears? Come on. And now the new allegations that it goes back to 2016 and the algorithms and code breakers and dark arts, and you got a Jeff Luna, oh, I didn't read the whole email. I opened it. I didn't read it. Nobody from Lunau in the stories to A.J. Hinch and the audio and the interview, to Bregman and Altuve at the Fan Fest, there has been nobody, nobody from the Astros except the owner who sounds credible when it comes to this. Nobody except the owner. And he seems totally P.O.'d. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, 
and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.